Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Smashbox TV's podcast 466's After Show. Somebody on our board made a comment just now. Just saying that they would love to see ESPN cover, not just like a couple highlights, but, you know, actually showing Cole's putt for the win. Mm. And it brought back a memory of a bet you and I had Mm. many years ago. How many? 2019. Okay. On June 17th, 2019. Or maybe it was 20, even 2018. Um, we had made some sort of bet saying that there would be a winning putt on ESPN. Mm. Uh, the notes I have were, has there been a winning putt shown on ESPN? Were Terry and Yuli wrong? Ooh. And I see a reminder on 2017, uh, 2019, 2020, and 2021. Yeah, I, well, I said by 2029, it'd be a 10-year bet. <laughs> I don't think you said that. I think you said in the next three years. Oh, maybe. Which... Which is why I have a three-year reminder, and we did not. We have not seen that on ESPN. So I want to point mm. it out that I. But have we looked? <laughs> yeah, I think. Have we, you been watching ESPN I, every to day? To be fair, I haven't watched Let's ESPN see, every day. See? So I would think maybe it would be on that someone would notice it. I just deniability or something like yep. that. So I just want to say that uh, this did not come to fruition. We thought we'd. See it sometime by 2021. It is yeah. now 2023. And you officially lose the the bet, which there I don't know what the bet was, but I'm sure it was worth a lot of money. It's probably a couple grand you owe me now. Yes. So I, I, I would appreciate if you pay up and I will just I, take it out of Cole's winnings. Okay, that's good. That's good. Um, do you feel like in three years we'll see that? I, I was just going to say. Uh, obviously, I must have felt, a, and that was pre-pandemic, which is even funnier. Mm. I feel like 
it could happen still on any given day now. Like you think about what we just saw from mm-hmm. from Cole, an eighteen year old getting his first big win for twelve thousand five hundred dollars. I know it's not earth shattering money, but twelve thousand five hundred dollars, which ten years ago was was an an insane number to us. I don't know why not, it's especially when we do have these potential storylines. An 18-year-old Cole, now an mm-hmm. 18-year-old Gannon Burr. Um, you know, when we get to the tour championships, maybe more specifically, or the Worlds, there's no reason we couldn't see a Worlds tap in or a Worlds winning pot. Does it have to be dramatic? Maybe that's the next question. You know, you talked to Cole in the regular show and said, hey, you didn't need to make a, a 32-footer under pressure to win on the final hole. You you know, you could lay up and you had to tap in for par and to win by five. If given the right situation, the right pressure, I, I still I stand by the idea that it wouldn't be crazy to be a a highlight side piece that they get. 60-ish seconds on. I guess I don't know how the math works there. But I'm just going to say 60-ish seconds on, hey, check this out. 18-year-old Cole Radalin, you know, wins the world championships with this with this 29-foot putt. You know, they went in tied on the final hole. And he with that, he won 20 grand. Yeah, I don't, I still don't, I don't think that's crazy. Will it validate us anymore at this point? Nah, it probably... It was a cooler gesture to us maybe 10 years ago. It would still be cool, but I, I don't know. I don't think it's crazy. Okay. Um, do you think it'll happen? Let, let's in the next three and years, then we're going to give three more years. Cause I, I still do. I really do. I think okay. even so you were wrong so, one time. <laughs> I was wrong once. I will, I will double down on this bet. Awesome. Um, I'm going to put an annual. Okay. Yeah. 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 How about somebody on the board? This is what about Conrad? Conrad's not only with a shot, but his winning putt was then was that featured? Him hoisting the trophy, I bet was. I mean, we saw we saw the playoff, right? D- did we? I, I don't, bet you we did. I don't know. I don't know. Oh, I mean, oh, yes, I, I, that could yes, be. Thank that could you. be. I mean, thank you. I'm not counting the holy shot as a putt. No, 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 no. no. But and that's not what won it. Correct. So I would, I would, I would, I would, I would heal to that technicality. I would bet. It might have been there that, that I, Conrad's tap in and and celebration must have been shown on it, ESPN. It, it could somebody have been. tell me somebody it, find it. It, it could yes, have yes, just when Johnny V thought he had me. <laughs> it could have been I, that's true. Um, I'm going to put an annual reminder in okay in my calendar sure. as as I want to do. Starting tonight, every year, I'm just going to put. Have we seen a winning putt on national TV? So, and that's great. If we did see the Conrad winning tap in awesome, obviously that comes along with the, the, the whole holy shot deal. Mm -hmm. And, and that is an acceptable reason. Um, but yeah, that'd be interesting. It's interesting. So I'm hitting save annually. I'm on board. I'm going to, I'm going to say that's the case. It, I'm gonna say that it yeah, was. I, it, it could have happened because they would have had the holy shot to say that was to force the playoff, and then he'd go on to the first playoff hole. And, and it has to be on probably and, show. Yes, that. and obviously with you know my thing is national TV, some national sure. sports. It can't just yeah. be like like Cole's local, like <laughs> local boy does good, and they show a couple highlights from him. I I, I do want to see the on uh, national on some sort of national. Sports oh yeah, show. massive J says well. 
again, Scott Van Pelt did the Macbeth round. Was that the final round? And it was. Uh, no, it wasn't. No, his perfect his, round. His 18 under wasn't. No, it wasn't. Final, it was, no. And, and the, his and, final putt of that round was on there yes. for sure because it was such a. It was such and, an and, this, and again, the, the thing was winning, winning putt. putt. So. The four, I consider not necessarily winning putt, but like final putt on sure. hole, hole 18, the tap, tap in, putt, whatever that may be. It doesn't have to actually be to win the event, but the final putt, like you would see whatever. So, yeah. Anyway, it'd be interesting. Excuse me. Okay. All right. So, Terry Miller, mm-hmm. um, I have a question for you. I want to pose to you. Um, right before you showed up to my house, yes, I drove away. we actually passed each other on the road i was going to the store you were coming here i went to buy which i don't know if i've ever done before gone out of my way to buy a lottery ticket that's that was the sole reason for going into where you were going that's where i went i went over to the local sendix it was a little gas station yes the mega millions is drawn tonight oh so the big one though the billion dollar 1.55 you could be sitting next to a billionaire right now i'm just saying Mm. I, yes. I doubt it. I haven't looked. My wallet is right here with them in it. Oh, and it hasn't grown. It, it hasn't it expanded expand. or anything like that. Um, but here's the question I pose to you. Play pretend you won. Whether it was the whole amount, half the amount. How much is it for? Right now, the, it's $1.55 billion. So probably roughly oh, 1.55. So roughly what 700 million would be the it would be the if you just took it the, the, ca- the lump sum if I, I had to guess okay say you say somehow you came into that amount what disc golf thing would you do with that money i mean clearly you've set yourself up you're you're buying my house paying for the me rest of the ontario rock so. you, you you at that point you just yeah you own every ontario rock is if that <laughs> is that what you would do no. <laughs> just is there something specific you would do with that amount yes. of money disc golf related specifically? Yeah, at that point because at this point money means nothing to you yeah at that point i would and it's funny because it's not necessarily a dream for my long-term mm-hmm. goals or retirement, but I would assume at that point I would buy a, an, an incredible piece of property that would then get developed into four to six courses. Okay. And then employ people, do, do all of those things that would make, that would potentially make for the greatest disc golf destination you could possibly dream of if i had 700 million lump sum that's what i would do with it okay that's sounds something i mean i'm sure i would probably i would think if it's disc golf related i wouldn't go try and buy any of the companies i wouldn't care about any of that i don't want to be that i i don't care about frisbee or disc production i wouldn't i wouldn't start my own tour um yeah i i would assume i would buy the land and the property to then create a a the greatest world-class disc golf destination ever that's what i i think i would do okay let me ask before we go any farther and real quick can i give you 50 how much did your ticket cost I think I I think I paid twenty bucks. I think I did. So if I gave you ten dollars right now, 
and it hits, do we split it? Oh, without me looking and not knowing if yeah, anyone's hit it I, right I, now. Clearly, I, I didn't even know it was being drawn, so I clearly don't know yeah. what's happened. N- knowing the odds of winning the lottery. And I only bought 20 because I had a $20 bill on me. Mm, and I Oh, must be nice. Like I had a 20, a five and a bunch of singles and you have to pay cash mm-hmm. for lottery tickets. The st- statistically, it would make a lot of sense for me to take your $10. Yeah. Now, and here is what I will say. If I, if either you or I were to win, mm-hmm. I don't think the other is going to be <laughs> destitute ever. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, well, then in that case, I'm not giving you shit. I, I know. Um, real quick, real quick. Um, the, the funny, th- uh, real, talk about the winning putt real quick. The bet ended on June 17th of 2021. Mm. James Conrad won yeah. worlds. On June 26th of 2021. So, so by all count. legal, I still, even if that is the case, I still won that bet. I, as funny oh, yeah. as that is, it happened literally days after the bet, huh. the three-year bet ended. So, but it just, that was, again, I, I would almost consider that when, if we had real money on it, I wouldn't give you the win because I'm a jerk that yeah, way. No, that, but you're right. In but that. it was days the after that, which is, is kind of funny. So go the so it was June. Now, now do another Google search and tell me. Would you say June nineteenth or twenty first? Uh, the Whatever, the the bet. the bet ended on June seventeenth. Okay, so of what was June seventeenth of twenty what nineteen? So I, I guess my question yeah. is: I wonder a, a real smash. You would know this as to what what prompted uh, we had. I, I vaguely remember we had Yulian, and we yeah. were all just talking about the explosion of disc golf at the time mm-hmm. and how much bigger with with uh, with. Whatever. So maybe this week we'll go back and kind of take a look around. It would have been 20, June 2020. It, 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 it may probably be 2018, I would think, because it would have been 2018. We would have done it 2019, 2020, and then 2021 would have been the three years. So it, my guess would have been right after the Utah Open. June 18th. No, because the Utah Open was the very next week. Anyway, but anyway, I'm just so. wondering what had happened that prompted us mm-hmm. to talk about it. Did somebody make a big putt the weekend before? I know. Well, I'll, I'll go back this week so, at some point and look. I just wanted to bring that up. And just I happened to look at the dates. I was like, oh, I, st- I technically still won that by a week. Yeah, yep. Funny. I, yes, you did. Um, but anyway. D- Give me 50 million. B- b- if I, if I. So don't you think we should open this live on air and make no. this the greatest Smashbox exclusive? Absolutely not. Why? Because <laughs> I don't want to. You don't, you don't right want to know? No. You wouldn't want to know. Not live on TV. Not live really? on the internet, no. Because you don't want everyone else to know. Correct. If the off chance, the rare chance that I even want a million dollars. Uh-huh. Like, let's say you, you hit I all mean, you the You don't have to read number. off the numbers. No. I'm saying to the world, you don't have to. We I don't. I look. wouldn't want the world to win. I wouldn't want the world to know I won before I was set to do like things like lawyer and have all of that stuff in place ahead of time. <sighs> hmm. That That's just me. And again... I'm not fooling myself. I didn't win, but, but if this were better odds or something you want, you don't want people, you know, yeah, yeah. as, as cool, now. as cool as it would be for every newscast then to show Smashbox, like, look at this guy who won live on the internet, <laughs> like and an unboxing our, video, a true and, reaction. Video. And then our podcast blows up to be the biggest thing in the world. Yeah. And then we buy all the podcasts in the planet. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That would be great. Uh, all right. All right. I think, if I won, one thing I would do for sure is 
I would make Skip Ace the best website. Period. Oh, man, it, I would I would hire a bunch of full time. Gets enough money to do it. I think it is. Um, I would sponsor a player. I would find a young player, and I don't know why. I don't know what. Probably with Skip Ace. I'd probably put throw Skip Ace on their back mm-hmm. or something. But I would pick a young player and just sponsor them, like you know whatever that is, like sixty, seventy, eighty grand a year. Just cool for the next and sign it like a five or ten year contract. Now, it's not going to be Macbeth money. <laughs> I ain't making, I ain't, too cheap for that. Too cheap for that. I mean, discraft over here. Mm-hmm. Um, but just in general, I think that could be fun. And I'd probably obviously get land and build a course or maybe. I don't know. Like the whole land and course thing makes it seems like a great idea. But I just imagine like upkeep and all this like hiring someone to, to, to mm-hmm. do that. That seems like a lot of work for someone who in general, if even if I won the the a billion dollars. I'm not moving out of my house here. Mm. I, I would not leave this house. I like this house. It's fine. I'd probably do a little bit of work to it. You know, put another four or five stories on it, but <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I can't imagine moving. Even if I, if I want a billion dollars, there's no point. I, I like where I'm at. I, I like what I do. I would continue to do the podcast too. I would just do it clothed in money. <laughs> yeah. I would have a, I would have a money suit. <laughs> uh, huh? So, but just thinking like, uh, would I move to a place where I could get 50 acres to put four or five great courses on? Uh, probably not. I don't want to do that. I don't want to uproot my kids, my family, all that other stuff. I can't. So building a course while it sounds great, I just don't see the logistical unless I was going to be there. I was just going to say, I think it comes down to, are you, are you setting up a place that gets built out that's for lack of a better term, essentially an investment that you can go play golf at whenever you want. Because again, I wouldn't plan on if I be, if I had that much money or even if I, uh, you know, own that land in that facility, I'm, I'm not putting in 20 or 40 or 60 hours of work out on that facility in almost any capacity. Well, I like, I just wouldn't do that. I still probably wouldn't spend that much time. I'd still do mm-hmm. other things. But it would be great to to know that this p- facility is running and is operational and is employing people and it's doing all these amazing things. But maybe maybe I would pull like a, a Dylan Cease kind of thing in Paul McBath where you get it, you buy a thing and you buy put one great course on it. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. Well, these are probably problems we're not going to have to worry about. You're right. Probably not going to have to Maybe. probably worry about it. Well, you definitely don't have anything to worry about because you didn't buy a ticket. <laughs> Damn it. I didn't well, say I, I would give you $10. Get... I'm going to pass. Harry. That would be a legal. <laughs> Just think if, I, if you said, <laughs> yes, I'll take $10. Mm. We split it. Uh, then, and then we, and then it hits and, but that's all recorded. It is it, all recorded. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Mm. And which is why live on air, I'm saying no, Terry no, Miller. No, no, no. I gave him 10 bucks already. Folks. <laughs> I already did. You did not give me <laughs> any money. Be... Yes. Mm. Uh, all right. Tim is saying they also showed Macbeth's putt when he did shoot 18 down at D Globe. But mm-hmm. yeah, as we said, that wasn't, uh, that wouldn't have technically been the, the winning putt. Pro shop on the course. You might have to buy a more secure house. Crazy people coming after you for sure. 700 million is enough to afford a full time malt making servant. Ooh, yeah, I could Damn. have a malt making guy. Yeah, that would uh, that would be a good way to do it. Uh, where would you buy a vacation home? Who's who's got time? Who vacations? I don't. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I'd buy a vacation. I mean, I assume I would. I I can, I can only imagine <laughs> I'd buy a vacation home with yeah. that m- type of money. 
I would have uh, again a house on a lake somewhere. Th- they would probably be more so as a purely as an investment, sure. a home that I could go to when I'm going to do other things, but not necessarily mm-hmm. deeming it vacation. Uh, that wouldn't be my. Would home. would you particularly quit the pro tour? Would you stop going to all the events? No, I know you like doing it. Yeah. I'd probably go to more events, actually. Um, <laughs> See you later, family. No, I mean, I'd still want to get paid. Don't get me wrong. Um, <laughs> how, how funny is that? Look, Terry's rolling up his private <laughs> helicopter, like landing on like a T-pad, like, hold on, guys, Terry's here. And then at the end of the weekend, you're like, I'll send you my invoice. <laughs> like for my contract work. That's right. Uh, yeah, I don't know. But uh, no, I, I would still mm. want to go. Uh, I could have my own disc museum. I, I would, yeah, again, on the facility, some f- something would be dedicated. And it wouldn't be just about my disc specifically, but, but for the the right discs and Frisbees in general, that would certainly be uh, a no-brainer to do. Uh, <laughs> watch out, guys, for the Bears this season. Uh, not, yeah, I don't know if that's, that's something we have to worry about. I will say uh, this is kind of a quick side note. Somebody else said, made a reference to it. Uh, f- Again, because that's when Ledgestone typically is. Uh, my birthday fell on this last week uh, during Ledgestone. I look back at mm-hmm. my memories. There I am at Ledgestone oftentimes. Happy 45th uh, birthday to yes, you, Terry. Yes, thank you. Ha- I have now caught Johnny V in age at 45. And I, I will echo yet again all of the kind things that were said by so many people. Uh, and then even for the next day or two, people continued to say happy birthday or happy belated. I appreciate each and every one of you. Ezra Robinson celebrated his birthday the day after uh, my birthday was. His was on the 5th. Yep. Uh, there was a spotter I ran into, and I believe he said his name was Mike. His birthday was on Friday on the 4th. He shares a, oh, he share a birthday. Oh, that's very nice. Uh, he was one of the spotters out there at Northwood. So happy birthday again to you, Mike. Um, we've got a couple good friends, Pat Sattler, Mike, Mike Schweiger, celebrating birthdays on the 5th. So um, it was... It was a lot of fun, and I guess maybe that will segue. I wasn't even thinking about it originally, but I will segue. Uh, Friday night, there was a a fly mart. There's two nights of fly marts, both Friday and Saturday at Ledgestone. I had a great time. It does. The only thing that sucks about the timing and the busyness and the length of the course and the mm-hmm. length of the night is I think Friday night's fly mart was scheduled from 3 or 4 to like 8 p.m. And it's, bless you, it is literally just down the road from Northwood. Mm-hmm. I think I got to Northwood at seven 30 or seven 40, like minutes before that. Cause the round took that long. Yeah. Simon Lazat also, who was hoping to be able to sign discs and hang out. He also went in the dunk tank as did I all of that taking place, but we're, did you get not, the dunk tank together? That'd have been more <laughs> no, fun. That would have been fun, <laughs> but uh, all of that taking place and we're arriving at seven 30 and, and the, you know, and it, it, it is what it is. Uh, you know, the challenges of being on the lead card, right? Or the of course. You know, sacrifices. But that was one thing that's a little unfortunate is is as close as it is, the second you're done and get off the course when you're already hot and sweaty and gross and everything else, the fly mart is just two miles down the road. So, but it's already in, in shutdown mode. Um, so anyway, I, I, I did have dinner with uh, the crew from uh, from Great Lakes uh, Disc Golf. I had a dinner with them and with Miles. And then it was shortly after that, Simon had followed up with me. He said, are we doing the casino? 
uh, and I want to get you a beer. And I said, sure. I don't know how I can turn that down. So ultimately, I met Simon at the casino. Uh, we went and had a beer. Saw Philo there, I believe. Yeah, we we first it was it was littered with golfers throughout. Earlier in the weekend, already on day day one of the tournament, already uh, Hamas and AB were like, "Hey, we didn't see you last night." I'm like, "I know, I saw you guys last year." They had been there. Some of the Discraft guys had been there. Some of the uh, upper upper management of Discraft had been out there. It's just. It's one of the, I don't want to say it's one of the staples, but it's anytime you go to a, a community with a casino, it just is an easy collection point, right, for a mm-hmm. lot of players. And Johnny and I have a casino. I'll drive by one on the way home. So it's not like the concept is new. It's just when it's a little out of the ordinary, it's something unique to do. Some players will go gamble or not. Uh, last year, I remember, I don't even think I put a single dollar down. Uh had the pleasure of meeting up with Simon. Him and I walked around. We talked strategy about, uh, actually, about mm-hmm. playing blackjack. <laughs> we had some ups and downs. Uh, Emerson Keith sat down and couldn't lose for a while. That was pretty entertaining. It's got to be nice. Let, let me back this up. Simon and I sat down at the table right next to one another. Mm-hmm. The first five hands of blackjack. The dealer hit blackjack? No. Simon had five effing aces. In five hands, consecutively, he had five aces. Two blackjacks out of those five. That's pretty nice. I don't think I had five aces all freaking night. (laughs) In in hours of playing, his first five hands consecutively had an ace in it. Sometimes it's good to be Simon, I guess. Lucky SOB. That's his life, Uh, right? It's all luck. So we played a lot of that, uh, had a really good time. Eventually, I got up from the table ahead, and uh, Simon Simon hadn't, and I did get up from the table ahead, and he was shocked, like, how are you? I'm like, that's the trick. You have to leave. You have to, you have, to have the willpower Once. to get up. And then we ran into Philo and Casey White and some other disc golfers. Tons of other disc golfers were there. It was a really good time. And then we sat down at another table uh, a little later, and I gave back a little bit of my winnings, but still left uh, left more than a hundred dollars up when it was all. Congratulations! So uh, lots of fun. Thank you to Simon. And then, and then we're thinking about closing things down for us. At least I am. Simon is thinking about it as well. And it's about two o'clock, two two thirty, and we're just about to walk. Which up. is funny because it's two thirty in the morning, and you need to be up for FPO golf in about. Five hours. Yeah. Well, it, and Simon doesn't have to get up early. Correct. So we're about to walk out and there's a little cafeteria area. And I said, oh, I'm going to go to the restroom quickly and then, then I'll be ready to walk out. And he's like, hey, do you want any, uh, you want anything from the cafeteria here? I'm like, no, 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 I'm good. And, well, unless they have a pretzel. He's like, they have pretzel bites. I'm like, no, 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 I'm good. I don't need anything. I come back out. He's got like this big sandwich thing and then apparently they gave him pretzel bites as, as well he didn't think he ordered them <laughs> apparently he did okay uh then simon and i sit down almost like it's date night and we continue to bs for like another hour mm. about all sorts of disc golf stuff and non-disc golf life and then of course uh, he knows where i have to be and at what time he doesn't care he's like oh i'll text you when i get up at noon <laughs> like you <laughs> So I ended up leaving the casino around 3.30-ish, very short ride home. And yeah, I was up at 7 to uh, get over to the course. 
for the FPO uh, pregame and FPO stuff. And that was that after directly after the round of the social media little blip of Simon looking at you turning his hat around. No, so or was that, that the next day? So yeah, so that all happened okay. on Friday, Friday, Friday night, which was okay. my birthday. Saturday, then we went out to Northwood, and that, and then uh, yeah, Saturday. Because uh, that was a cute little that was moment that we I didn't caught know we camera. were on camera. Uh, of course, I had no idea. Um, and I was, I was just standing there, and Simon being uh, entertaining as usual. I, I I think I said two or three different times when I held cameras on Simon. I think I said that is why you cannot take a camera off of Simon ever. If he is anywhere near, he is one of the most entertaining people all the time and he's just fun and I will hold shots on Simon way longer than I probably should. Just hoping for some sort of reaction because that's what you get with Simon. Yeah. He's obviously, uh, and, and I, and I know I, I, I got a little, uh, gushy about it, but yes, yeah, Simon, Simon, I'm, I'm flattered. Simon's obviously entertaining and he's kind and he's gracious with everyone. He really is. Uh, and, and I feel honored that, uh, he wanted to make it a point that we go and have a, a birthday beer and good. Uh, spend some time. A lot of fun at the casino all around. So I heard thank it. you to everyone. Out I think there. I heard the FPO field sing happy birthday to you at one point in, yeah, a, in as, a little, as we closed out <laughs> at, uh, as we closed out at sunset, we were sitting inside and I had to kind of actually scarf down lunch so that I could get over to the MPO side mm-hmm. with all the traveling. And uh, if it was Jen Allen, maybe, or someone had, Started the charge, and the next thing you know, everyone's uh, did, singing happy birthday. I'm so. going to throw her under the bus, but did your wife do anything special on your birthday for you? Because she messaged me, no. and I never told you this because it was supposed to be some sort of surprise. She messaged me a couple days prior to that saying, hey, where is Terry going to be on his birthday? I want to mm. do something, mm. see if I can arrange something. And clearly it's very <laughs> difficult because, yeah. A, she doesn't know a lot of people on tour, and she's not around. And I said... I know for a fact, I couldn't remember at that point if you were also on course for FPO. I mm. thought you were, but I was, I said, he will for certain be at Northwood black in the afternoon. Mm. And she was like, okay, thank you. And that's all. No, that's, that's seemingly as far as it got. Though. Well, it's the thought that Which comes Terry. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> so, uh, thank you to everyone is, is really the long and short of this. Thank you to everyone that reached out on the various platforms in whatever capacity. Johnny put up a, a pretty funny picture as well uh on facebook so yes thank you uh thank you everyone i don't know for certain if that's the bar where we got the name from but it was it it was definitely trying to think it was definitely an arizona bar um that would have made sense and because you could see between you and the bear was gary (laughs) Gary, sticking his face through yeah Hmm. but i know either way i know it was that night i don't remember (laughs) if it was that bar lots of things happen out sometimes when you're uh yeah all right. So, yes, thank you. That was a really long-winded way to say thank you to everyone out there. Lots of kind, gracious people. And next year, well, we'll probably be on, I'll probably be in Peoria. It, it, what, one thing, I, as a side note to that, is one thing I did distinctly recall is it was five years ago on my birthday, of course, that when I had turned 40, that was the day I met Kyle Klein, which kind of dates both Kyle and I a little <laughs> bit in that sense. He was just 16. <laughs> Um, and I met him at one of the next gen events and that was taking place in Indiana. I think Ledgestone that year was the week before or after or whatever, but I had met Kyle Klein and his dad and, uh, you know, look at the budding young star and, and, uh, awesome young adult that he is as well. So he's a great kid. I don't know why I'm always working on my birthday. That sounds like a bad idea. 
I don't understand people that take off on their birthdays. So I know I couldn't imagine what would I do. Like you in I particular, don't work. I'm like, yeah. you in particular, as you're usually traveling, but <laughs> yeah. um, just even anybody, I, I, I know, I don't I, understand the concept of like, hey, especially if it's like if it's a Friday or a Monday, maybe I understand. You want to extend a weekend, extend sure. a weekend, but like I know people that if their birthday is on like a Tuesday, like I'm going to take the day off. I was like, to do what? what? To Everybody do, else is working. Yeah, for like what are you going to do? I mean, maybe you go if you're by yourself you like to fish. You. Celebrate you. I, I don't know. I, just, I think it's kind of amusing. But Terry, is there anything else in this after show that you brought up? I think if we want to date the uh, the broadcast, I showed you right before the round or right before the broadcast, excuse me, the popular video that's going around right now of the Alabama uh, rot, not to say riot, but the brawl on the dock. Um, if you haven't had a chance, go out and don't necessarily look for the, the raw footage. Go find some of the funniest commentary that people put over it i i heard one where a gentleman was talking like it was a wwe wrestling match and they had kind of hypercut some things and that was pretty funny i i heard another one of a gentleman was, i think it was on i think it was a clip from tiktok that i saw somewhere else because i don't look at tiktok ever um that he he was doing commentary on it and it was hilarious in general, the whole situation is silly, stupid, and sad, but all the extras that come with it are kind of funny, which is yeah. unfortunate. Yeah. Um, to, to show how deeply, and I know this might sound like a silly uh, excuse, and it's really not, just to show how like how consuming Ledgestone and the four rounds and the rain delays and the this and the that, like... I didn't hear about any of it until yesterday because I think it took place Saturday. I didn't hear anything when I was finally maybe flipping through some other socials that just weren't mm-hmm. disc golf related. Anything about it until yesterday. And then truly, I didn't even, I still didn't even know the true reference. All I heard was like a, a, just some reference to it, but I had no idea what it was until you showed me just before the show. So, And there's some great reenactments that people are doing pool sides and things like that that are pretty funny. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I, I was out of, out of, uh, out of, completely out of touch there for a moment. One other thing that we can touch on briefly that I did see pop up throughout the weekend. Some scuttlebutt. Scuttlebutt? Yeah, scuttlebutt, because that's what I say when I'm 45 now. Some uh, scuttlebutt and definitely some resistance and pushback and negativity and frustrations and maybe some blowing way out of proportion. It was announced this week that we that our friends at Udisc are going to increase oh, yeah. the price of their application. So a few years ago, I think it was three or four years ago, you actually got a UDisc Pro with your PDGA membership. Okay. And then, or I believe it was like $5.99 a year. And then a couple years ago, two, maybe three years ago, they bumped it up to $15.99 a year. Mm. So they tripled the price. Mm. Now they're only doubling the price from $15.99 to I believe $29.99. So it's going to be $30 a year. A year, correct. Annual. And for the record, I I looked at my UDisc. The last time I scored a round was 2022 in, on my phone. Yeah, which just shows how much you play. I play very little. Um, but when I do play, usually one of our friends happens to have UDisc. Our buddy Johnny Rumble, who I tend to go out with if I go out. Steve Held has it. They tend to score, and then they'll just send me a scorecard. I'm not 
so caring about my stats. I will still pay the $30 every year for a UDisc Pro subscription, and I don't use the scoring the scoring apps. I use a little bit of the um, maps if I need to. Every once in a while, if I'm like when we were on vacation, I, I used it to find the nearest courses, even though I knew I wasn't going to go. I still wanted to find the nearest course. I was like, oh, I wonder what the nearest course is. I looked when I was in Allen, uh, Allenton. I was like, oh, where is Naka Mixon from here? Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't want to play it because <laughs> a brutal course. Um, and I guess right now it's actually being redone and it's, they're trying to bring it back because it got very overgrown is my understanding. But I, I did that. I will still pay for UDISC because me personally, while some people are asking the 15 to $30 increase, there's some people that are out there asking, well, am I getting twice the, the features for it now? Is it twice as good? That's one way to look at it. Another way to look at it is, is it, was it underpriced before? Mm. And now they're catching up. And it's hard. It's a hard judgment call for every person to make. Like, again, $30 a year to somebody is a lot more of your discretionary disc golf income than probably $30 to somebody else. I get that. I, I've, I've said we've had people, our Patreon uh, supporters who have reached out and said, hey, I'm sorry, I'm going to stop being a Patreon supporter because financial times have hit me different. And I always say, that's awesome. This is clearly discretionary income. We always appreciate every one of our patrons, but if you cannot afford to do it, I get it. I understand. I would never judge anybody for that. I I would never judge anybody if they don't feel like they're getting the value or can't afford the value of UDisc. I think it's a great app. I think that the guys, I really like the guys who run it. I think the it's a very good company. I know they're working on a lot of features. They always are. And I think they've got two more big updates left on their roadmap for this year is what I saw posted earlier in the year. But don't quote me on that. Programming is always different and things get pushed back. But what I'll say, I looked at and linked golf, traditional golf scoring apps and stat keep stat keeping. And they range anywhere from $5 a year to $50 a year. Sometimes the same app has different levels depending mm-hmm. on what you're doing. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to Quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. I don't feel like $30 a year is outrageous. I don't feel like it is a crazy thing. And now they still have the free tier where you can look at the last 10 scorecards. Now, tradition before my understanding is you would get 10 scorecards and then you could not make another scorecard. If you were on the free version, Mm. it would just stop. You'd have to go and delete your scorecards. Mm. Now it will let you continue to make scorecards, but it will only show you the last 10. So your stats still stay hidden from you. But you get to view the last 10. Again, everybody's different. I, I'm, I'm a fan of UDisc. I'm a fan of the guys. 
um, that run it and a fan of the company and the people that work there. So I'm going to keep paying, even though I rarely use it. You could probably, they could probably look at my logins and be like, dude, you haven't logged in. Mm -hmm. And you know, I think I probably logged in three times or four times this year. Yeah. And, and uh, I pretty much agree with everything you just said. And then what I would tack on as a, if I'm really being dramatic is it to me, it's similar to what I've said in terms of where I want to throw my support and, mm-hmm. and, and the, what it means to me. And like you said, it's different for every single person. You you may be looking for that return on your dollar and your, uh, what you need. And for me, what I've always said, and this is going to sound silly to some of you, but if you're new here, maybe, maybe you're hearing it for the first time. If I lost both of my, arms and legs tomorrow i would renew my pdga membership probably Mm -hmm. every year until the day i die i personally just want to give that support and you can attach whatever names you want uh along with that and that's fine i don't really care i'm just saying like when i want to support something there's a lot of things we do that don't necessarily make the an investment sense or don't have that return that others see and that's fine disc golf stream is another situation i feel the same way they are a competing live broadcast service to the dgbt i'm a contractor for dgbt i love the guys at dgbt but you know what i also feel that i want to support live disc golf and it's these are european broadcasts of which i'm lucky to catch if they they film 30 to we'll say 40 rounds this year i might watch a total of two and a half, maybe three when I put it on in the background and I'm working. Cause a lot of that stuff is happening when I'm sleeping. I'm not getting up for that as much as I, just because I want to support them. I think having competition is very good in our marketplace. So having DGPT and disc golf stream to push each other is a, is a good solution. I will continue to pay for that. Now, all cards on, <laughs> on the table. Um, this couple Months ago, they supported Skip Ace, and they sent me and, I, and you a, fr- a one-year free subscription, which I, I, I did send that to you. Um, so I paid for it in the past, this upcoming year. Very thankful that it is on them, so I will have it. I also gave away a few of them for Skip Ace, but I have paid for that the past year. So I, I, that's another instance where I will support companies that I want to see flourish, just like you, PDGA. If if I never work for the Disc Golf Pro Tour again after yesterday, which I will, but um, I would still have a Disc Golf Pro Tour membership. I would yeah. still have the DG the DGN because I like Disc Golf and I like the company and I want to support the people that are there. Yeah, and and I think, and I get it. It's a big price increase. Fifteen uh, bucks a year is a large price increase when you look at the the percentage. Yeah, and I'm not dismissing somebody else questioning it. I'm not dismissing and saying, Oh, you're crazy for questioning it or you're crazy for not wanting to do it. As Johnny said, how you want to spend that, how you want to spend your money. I'm not second guessing. I'm just telling you where I'm coming from in terms of the ways that I want to throw support. Interestingly enough, I said to Hannah Macbeth this weekend at one point, she said something about buying one of her party podcast hats. I'm like, nah, I'm good. I love Hannah Macbeth. I love Christine Jennings. I'm like, nah, I'm good. I said, I intentionally do not go out of my way to buy any single player's merchandise. It's not because I don't like them or don't support them. I don't, I don't want this perceived favoritism and me wearing, 
even a Simon Lazat, who's who's one of the, the you know mm-hmm. kindest, most gracious guys. I just personally don't want to. Of course, I love Simon. I love most of our pros, almost all of them. I don't buy any of their specific merch at certain in some certain scenarios. You do buy the discs, though. Uh, well, and that's because just, you're a collector. Yeah, I, I I may buy some of their discs, but if yeah, I guess to your point. Oftentimes, if I'll just use Innova as an example, they come out with a tour series disc for so-and-so. I'll go out and I'll buy five of everyone's tour series discs mm-hmm. more so to collect them and to have them more instead than, to than su- yeah, than you for know, the support as a, as a support. And it happens to support them, which is great, but I'm doing that more as a disc collector. So then again, I, I, I'm flipping all this on my head when I say like it was like three or four years ago. I remember going to the dynamic discs open which was the gbo at the time so it was even longer than that and i remember i said to myself as i walked through the block party which now would now would break me yeah (laughs) i walked through the block party and i said in my own head i said every single pro that's here that has a custom stamp disc i will buy one from it was just one weird thing i did that night and i found the bag of them actually just a few weeks ago in storage and every single pro that had them there. Now, mind you, that was also 20, 30, 40 less players than we have today that have a custom disc uh, that could potentially have set them up. I think I bought 20-ish or so that night, but I paid full price. Intentionally, one, I remember a few of them wanted to give me a discount, so don't charge me full price. And that was that was something I did that particular night. I'll probably never... You were probably drinking. <laughs> no. 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 <laughs> At the block party. No. No. And it did not start or finish at the Bourbon Cowboy. <laughs> My point is, you know, I did that, but I I intentionally do not um, go out and and buy any of their merch because I don't want this perceived, you know. So I, again, we all doing these different things for different reasons. I also don't. I often don't understand why people buy like some of the random support things they do, but everybody wants to spend their money in their own ways. Yep. So, and anyway. Uh, I saw Terry that year at the GBO's block party, and he can confirm this is true. Yeah. So. Uh, and there is another disc golf option for scoring if you want to keep it. It's disc golf metrics. Which I've used. Yeah. I have an account. I was literally on I, it today, I, which is a whole other story. That's weird. Um, I, 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 I do have an account. I haven't used it in probably many years. I actually never used it to keep score. I think I created an account back in the day. Um, when they were doing the USDGC and they had the links to the Instagram, yep. I believe I created an account, but I never really used the app for you anything other than. Well, I, for, here's I mean, what you could use it to keep your score you, and stuff, but you, I never did that. Yeah. The little I remember, because uh, I just posted on the board how I not only logged in today. I don't want to say they're the U-Disc of international golf, but that would be one way you could really they, oversimplify it. They used to be. U-Disc is now moving into the... No, but because there's still events on Disc Golf Metrics that aren't listed Correct. in other places. Yeah. Uh, which is another story for another day and another update in a few weeks I'll have for you guys. But there's other events that are listed there that I, you can't find on Disc Golf Scene that aren't listed on the PDGA that aren't listed on U-Disc. So they have their own... I. It's kind of a mixture between like a a, a U disc and a disc golf scene. They're kind mm-hmm. of a mixture Correct. between those two. And I had set up an account when I was first introduced to it, which was when I was in Australia in 2018, uh, is when mm-hmm. I set up an account because that was their live scoring mechanism back then. 
And now we've seen the PDGA has live scoring, and so some people yeah. may, if you largely only play PDGA events, that may and, be the place to do it. And to that. be fair, I don't know if metrics keeps individual scores. You, I, I know they do tournament scores and keep that those statistics. I don't know if they're... You, you can. Okay, it yeah, does do the individual. Of, yeah. I haven't, I haven't logged into it in a long time. Correct. There's a, a ton of different stuff you can do, and like I said, just finding... Course you know, stuff, yeah. yeah. As, you know, even just clicking yeah. on... Yeah, so I mean, if, if, if you're... If you're offended by UDISC or you hate the price of it or you don't like their politics or whatever your silly reason is, there is disc golf metrics. Yeah. Or, and or support as, them too. as Spock says out on the board, you could just log it all on a spreadsheet. Google Sheets. Do it's that. Free. Yeah, I'm just. And then get out your flip phone and start entering them. Flip phones are hot again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Except the flip phones now have screens on the front, like full so like colored full screens. Flip phones, like they're. No, they're, they're they're true flip phones, oh. but but they have like a full uh, smart screen on the front, oh. and then you open it up, and there's a full. So they like, don't operate like the old school. I mean, it's a flip phone. So, but I'm saying, do you have to? You don't have to key through all of the. Oh no, there's not like a keyboard. It's a smartphone. <laughs> okay, but yeah, it's it's yeah. got it's a flip smartphone. Anyway. So imagine taking your 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 iPhone and just folding yeah, it in correct. half. Yeah. yeah. So there. Plenty of options out there, and if you want to design your own, uh, go go ahead. And Please do, so. do it. I uh, the one. Let's put this to bed. But my final point on it would be: people by ten thousand fold underestimate what's behind the scenes to make UDisc mm-hmm. work. I think wait, ninety nine percent of the planet way under estimates uh estimates no i don't know what's the word i'm looking for uh, not under uh, and undervalues under uh has any clue underestimates has would any be a good one. clue like what it takes to make you disc the the app that it is today i think far too many people are like oh yeah that's just easily repeatable and mm-hmm. we're just gonna go out and design that and mm-hmm. that will cost us nothing and that'll be no big deal that's all I'll say about that. Here's my here's my warning. I'm not saying people can't create competitive, uh, you know, or similar or competitive devices or or apps. Go for it. Everyone's an entrepreneur. I'm all for that. I'm not suggesting that it can't be done. I'm just telling you. I think most of the planet that uses and has seen UDisc has absolutely no idea the development that's gone into that over the last. It- 10 plus years. What, what, That's what I'll say to that. One of my, so if you're going to do it, good luck. One of my favorite little memories is the very first pro tour event, Maple Hill <laughs> sitting next to Josh and watching him melt down as his servers <laughs> melted down, having him spin up server after server. And because they, they're, they're They were brand new. This was the first time they had really run a pro tour event and their system, I think they had six servers or something at the time, maybe six or eight, and they were just crashing one and he'd bring up another one. It would crash because they were getting so much traffic. And I'm going to put so much in quotes, considering it's probably one one thousandth of what we get of what they get now that it was bringing down their system. And they, I remember them him like, I have to rewrite this. I have to fix this in order to not stop it from crashing because certain things were doing. You know, they've learned so much since then. And I, I, I have an affinity for that because he was there. At the beginning, next to me, as we were doing our first pro mm-hmm. tour broadcast, it wasn't our first broadcast, it was our first pro tour broadcast. So I, I always have that uh, that little affinity for Josh and UDisc in general. And Matt's a great guy, too. Yeah, well, let's not go too far. 
I, well, I don't like Steve Hill. I was just going to say, <laughs> don't even get me started. <laughs> anyway, so. Uh, all right, I, I give Steve Hill a little credit. He likes are, pinball like We me. are in no way uh, paid or endorsed here by UDISC whatsoever. But yes, as Johnny said. No, they don't have to with the way we talk about him. Yeah, Jeez. We certainly uh, appreciate their efforts. And if it's not for you, it's not for you. <laughs> I was trying to think of some other, some other way you could uh, do scores in some old school fashion. I keep all my paper scorecards. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. And then just scan those, run like a, what, I mean, o- OCR, OCR yep. right? Yep. yep. Some optical character recognition. Nailed it. Scan those, uh, create a cool little PDF book. And the, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of mm-hmm. ways you can you guys sure. can do Sure. There's a lot of ways you Dude, can do it. That's why I have an IS degree. You do. <laughs> That, uh, so th- that was a topic of conversation. Do with it as you will. Um, I don't know if I have anything else outside of uh, completely sideways current pop culture news. Apparently, Taylor Swift is announcing tour dates for next year and millions. This is why it's relevant. Millions of people are getting on some list to maybe be included in some pre-sale. <laughs> so if, if that is overtaking your, your child or grandchild or I'm going to have to look or a conversation, it's very much a, one of my daughters had submitted. She is on a list to maybe be able to buy tickets come Friday. The other daughter didn't get the same email. Is it, is it Chicago or is it Milwaukee? No, 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 neither. We're talking about Indianapolis in 2020, November of 2024. Wow. We are that far out. And, and this is not unique to my couple of kids. We're talking Mm. about this is sweeping the nation. And uh, so if, if you're wondering what the T Swift hubbub is, that's part of it right now. I wasn't. I would not travel that far to go T Swift. Um, if she came to Milwaukee, I would. I don't think it'd container, but yeah. I mean, I mean, it's it's only as big as you know you sell tickets for. If she went to the arena, uh, you know the the Bucks Arena. How many does that hold? I don't know. Forty thousand. Mm. I mean, it's hosted Metallica. It's hosted Foo Fighters. It's hosted like some of the biggest names. They're not T Swift. They're they're you're right. They're not. She is the biggest star in the world. But I, I you could do that. Now I, I don't know if she would. I would think about I would try to buy tickets. I wouldn't go out of my way to like, you know, like wait online for ten hours or something. But if Yeah, and that's what I think part of this is. Yeah, I would not do that. But if I could get tickets at face value uh somehow, I would do that. Yeah, I and because I think it'd be a fun show, and part, I'm, yeah. I'm, not, I'm not I'm not a Swifty. I don't I literally can't name one Taylor Swift songs. Mm. No, shake it off. I can name shake it there off. I can name one Taylor Swift song off the top of my head. I'm sure I know more of them if I heard them. Yeah, but that's the only one that I can name. Um, but I think that it would be a fun a fun concert. I think I think that was just another post. My daughters are updating me. Of course, my daughters uh, who are 12 and 14. Uh, Almost 15. 
they were just telling me though how Flavor Flav was. Uh, he apparently goes to the concerts. Uh, uh, I know Aaron Rodgers. Obviously, tons of celebrities are you know are going and whatever. I mean, part capacity. of it is part of it is is probably a, a social cred thing, right? Like just even if you're not a Taylor Swift fan, going there to be to be part of <laughs> and to be seen at one of the Correct. biggest events in the world. It's like when some people go to the Super Bowl. They might not be football fans, but they're exactly. still going. Exactly. Well, Flavor Flav is apparently a regular at some of these. Good now, for him. maybe he's looking for, uh, you know, uh, a mate uh, that, you know, maybe some young fan's mother or grandmother. <laughs> who knows? A new clock? Maybe he just loves, yeah, maybe he just He might loves, just love Taylor Swift. Yeah, he's just a great love, artist. But, uh, yeah, anyway, it's <laughs> it's pretty funny that he's frequently spotted. So I'm hoping, uh, for what you were just saying, though, I'm mm. hoping that this is somehow like, Somehow is mitigating some of that madness of like your there's waves and maybe pockets of time so that there's like only invites to a certain amount of people because as we yeah it's it's insane out there. Best of luck to all of you parents or any of you that uh, are in T Swift land or the madness. Glenn says Aaron Rodgers will be in town tomorrow to scrimmage with the Panthers, so he'll play a series or maybe a set of downs and that's it because i don't imagine that he's going to be playing very much in the preseason to play probably one series the first game the second game he'll probably play two to three series then he won't play at all in the third game and then he'll play a series maybe in the fourth game but the jets don't want to risk him getting hurt on something stupid he's old now yeah, he is. Don't. Yeah, he's he's past his prime. He's washed up, used. <laughs> and that's why he had to. That's used why he goods. took a pay cut to go play there. Something uh, like that. I'm not jealous. You're jealous. Oh, if you, and speaking Sorry. of throwing around support and spending money, uh, my 14 year old who I just was referencing um, mm. is trying to go to London next year. So, do you do you think having a some disc to as a fundraiser is worth her time? Probably not. Yeah, that's that's what we were contemplating today. Uh, I just unless I get like a it would have to be color a, glow firebird sexton firebird <laughs> buy a bunch of sexton firebirds wipe the logo ah, and stamp her logo on them damn it. and then I you can tell everyone these are right sexton idea. firebirds but they just don't have the logo I'm sure you know I, my my daughter put her logo on it and that's that's a good idea. Yeah, we're trying to think of clever ways. Of I course. mean, it's it's a great idea to raise money. I just don't see why, other than Smashies, who might maybe buy a handful of them, why anyone would want to buy a a, a fundraising disc for an individual person. Now, again, I, you'd I, sell a few of them. I just don't know what that right number. Do you order twenty of them? Do you order fifty of them? Yeah, and and. and you know. I'm just trying to think of ways that I could uh, help out yeah. help out. And, and she'd be willing to do, you know, the lion's share of the work in order to make it happen. And obviously she plays occasionally and mm-hmm. such. So I'm not sure. And I, and I, I partially bring that up because I know everyone's asking here, here's what I'm going to say about the Sexton firebirds. My understanding is that there will still be a wave 
of official Sexton Firebirds that were not the April Fools Firebirds. And I yeah, know cuz there hasn't been any this year. There was April there were some there were the April, Fools, April Fools and then there was one, the Vegas ones. But there's plenty of people that continue to second guess if we're going to see any more we will. or not. We will. There's no way they're, they're that's a cash cow. There's no way they're not going to they're they're not going to throw a 5000 of those things out there in the, the next like the, month or the so. The challenge becomes, you know, because we still haven't seen them. Yeah, it's coming. Everyone's uh patience is wearing thin and or the what's it's just the uh, the questioning of if they're really going to happen or not. They'll happen before September. That's my guess. That's 3 I don't weeks. know if I'd make that bet. I think they will. I think they'll happen. They might. But anyway, the point is my unofficial Word is that uh, yeah, I, you will see some release. I don't have an unofficial. You can buy them after I buy as many word. as I need. Then I want you to get yours. <laughs> but uh, yeah, there's no way. That's a that's a, a cash cow for Innova and Nate that I can't imagine they would not have a set of them. It's got to be in his contract for crying out loud that he gets X amount of regular glow Sexton fire birds that are special and he has hand licked everyone i don't know what they do to make them so special but everybody loves them so uh, there's no way they're not doing that uh, dan hartbeck says my niece 13 years old has seen taylor swift a couple of times oh a couple of weeks ago okay i was gonna say damn her first concert uh her first concert wow yeah that uh so so you may or may not understand all that madness it's it's just it's insane uh, I want to try the alien in champion glow if they make it. Yeah, there is. I did see something. The new in of an alien. Yeah. And I felt one at pro masters worlds. It feels weird. What does it, uh, what, why is it weird? I'm is it trying to is remember it kind of like I, the method or was it the method that's got like the funky it, angle? It does. And, and did I say to Chris Brophy who had them out? I feel like I said, it feels like a Mako and a Sonic. Like, oh, that's right. It's got baby. The, Okay. Like a Mako and a Sonic, if I recall. It was a weird, weird, unique feeling disc. It's out of this world, says Glenn. Hey oh. That's that's one way to look at it. Yeah. Um I mean, is it is it their attempt to kind of have a glitch? No. No? Okay. No, it, like just a throw because that's kind of what the Sonic is to me. It's yeah. like kind of like a glitch. I know they're not the exact same, but no. a throwing disc that you, you No, know. it's it's uh, I would no, I would not say it's the answer okay. to, to an answer to that. Uh, have you guys ever bought a disc from Walmart? I'm sure I have. I must have. I've never bought. I've I don't bought, know if I like, bought one from Walmart, but I, I know I bought one from Dick Sporting Goods at one point. Hmm, I have Just, not. I think I found one and I bought it and I was on the road somewhere. No, I have never. Not Walmart, though. I've never bought one from there. Uh, Carney says a four speed Sonic. Okay. Yeah. Uh, next year would be year 10 of the Sex and Firebirds. That might be the last run. Uh I doubt it. As long as people buy them, yeah, they will I think sell gonna, them. I, I think there's so much money tied up in those, and I'm not even talking about the aftermarket. I'm just talking about, as Johnny was alluding to, for both Sexton and Innova, I think it's going to be a while before those things have officially yeah. run their course. And I don't blame them. I would do the yeah. same thing. Yeah. Uh, Tim says, I bought my first disc from Kmart, a 165-gram Whammo in 1985. Okay. So it's a is a frisbee, so to speak, but um, yeah, I I could see that. Oh, R.I.P. Kmart. Those all bought out by Sears now officially, probably and closed down. I think there's only, there very few Kmart's left. I don't in, know if there's any Kmart's left in the country. Yeah. 
Huh. Uh, wasn't the 2015 the first year of the Sexton? Yes, the 2015 Sexton was the first year. So 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, yes. 21, 22, 23, 24. That would be the 10-year... A uh, little hubbub over the the ten year uh, twenty year, year buzzes buzz. that they had a different release that were at Ledgestone this year. There was a black, largely a black, basically a midnight black one with various foils, and then some UV ones. Those were also pretty limited. In uh, I, I think they were letting people get two. Uh, they were sold some at the Fly Mart on Saturday, also some at the Fly Mart on Friday. And then the other thing, one of the other bigger notes from the Ledgestone uh, event this weekend were some uh, tie-dyed and fly-dyed uh, Z Lunas. Mm. And those also were a relatively popular item as well. I managed to snatch up a few of those, uh, which may or may not some have been sold. It, oh, and while I'm on yeah. the topic of selling discs and Frisbees and protecting your disc when you sell them, I'm already bringing... <laughs> <laughs> a large quantity of my disc in a box shippers. However, if you are in the Idlewild event area and you want boxes and you want to save a few dollars on me handing them to you, I'm already bringing upwards of a thousand that are spoken for. If I need to bring more, I will. So make sure you reach out to me uh, via the socials and I can save you like 20, 25 bucks per 100. Okay. Cause I'm already bringing them. Somebody asked on the board, and I don't even think I know this answer. Where did you buy your first disc from? Mine came from EJ Sports. Me too. Um, in Appleton. In Appleton. It was mostly a hockey. It was, it was known for its hockey equipment and rollerblading equipment. That's where I also bought my first pair of rollerblades. Um, but it also had golf discs. And so that was yeah, where I bought were, mine as well. They were Appleton. the only ones in the in the Fox cities mm-hmm. in, the, in the Appleton area that sold discs regularly. Uh, I, I don't even, And then I think eventually one or more of the, I think there might only have been one at the time, a play it again sports uh, probably also had picked it up, but EJ sports arena or whatever they were called. EJ. ENJ? No, EJ. It was EJ. I okay. think it was just EJ. Uh, yeah. So that's where most of our discs were bought. And then eventually we started, well, very soon after that, we both started playing various tournaments then you could also get them at, at every the event. Tournament. Yeah. Somebody had, somebody was selling them. All right, guys. Well, we started early and we're going to end it at a, a reasonable time. It, nonetheless. It, it's a normal length of a show. Okay. That sounds about right. Uh, Sapphire from Ace Hardware, Diamax. Love it. Uh, but my first, okay. I think we're all caught up. Oh, we didn't do a giveaway. Oh, geez. No, um, I'm not ready. I didn't have anything set. I oh, totally okay, forgot. Well. Uh, Glenn, I, I swear I said that before <laughs> I saw it pop up on there. I felt like we weren't doing something. You're right. We totally missed that. Like, uh, Terry, if you could fill a little bit of time. Oh, I know it's, it's hard. I'm going to read from Dan Harbeck, one of our smashies out there and big time supporters. Says, I bought my first disc in 1988 at a liquor store. It was an AVR. Sounds about right. 88 that surprises me dan that you that your first disc was in 88 i would have thought it would have even been a little bit sooner because what's your pdg number like 5932 or something like that and i'm gonna i'm gonna dox you pdga style i think it's 50 something 5892 damn not not too far off uh to go straight up off of memory 5894 is your PDGA number. So 
58 and you bought in 88. Okay. Okay. I would, I would, I, for some reason I would have guessed you were even prior to 1988 for your first disc. <laughs> People jump, jumping in and helping out. Yeah. Uh, DJ's mini Mart. And I learned of DJ's mini Mart not too long ago. Uh, as we were wrapping up USDGC last year, was it was it DJ himself that I met? Uh, you're, are, are we talking out of Oklahoma? Is that what uh, is that where we're talking about? I feel like that was the case. Yeah, I'd put it in the chat where you guys bought your first disc and the year. That's what I would love to know. I don't remember. I, I think for my first year, it would have been 1994. Because I, I would have been a, a sophomore in high school in 94 when my friends were starting to play. I think I bought a, one of the old grid AVRs and a, I think it was like a Typhoon. No, no, Eclipse. It was Eclipse. Yeah. It was okay. Eclipse I bought. Yeah. And mine, uh, I believe mine would have been 93, I feel like, um, because I believe I was introduced to it. Seventh or eighth grade camp. So yeah, it would have been uh, probably ninety three. I somewhere I'm sure I have it somewhat documented in some official capacity, but I want to say ninety three. And the Lynx was my first one, and early, some of my other early discs because I remember my well my senior picture had every disc I owned. I'm literally <laughs> have my I, arm have on that. a pedestal. I have it somewhere with. Uh, of my senior picture, and we we had a couple different styles. You had like the f- official formal one, and then you had the, the slightly more fun. All the all the basketball and football players would bring in their letter jackets and bring in the basketball or football or volleyball or whatever. And I I, op- I opted to bring my discs, and every single disc I owned. And I if I think about, it, I think there was like twenty two discs. Like ev- that was literally. Every disc. And it's funny, even if I zoomed in on the picture today, which I have somewhere, not only do I think I have probably every one of those still from from that senior picture, but I could probably almost name every one of them from looking at that stack. And on the bottom was, of course, going to be the Lynx because that was a 200-gram yeah. monster disc. Um, so, yeah, that and that was back when I – would putt with uh, sometimes putt and approach with hammers. I also used a lot of XDs mm-hmm. uh, as kind of a putt and approach. I had a throw and glow AVR putter. Uh, yep. I had some Cyclones in there. The uh, Cyclone had just come out not long before that. I know I had a tra- you had an Eclipse. I added a tra- and and Paul had an Eclipse. I had the Tracer. Which I had a Tracer to as this well. day. I still don't know if I could tell the difference hardly between the Eclipse yeah. and the and the Tracer. Um, so yeah, if I went and looked at that stack of discs in my senior picture, which I'm sure will, it's been on the socials. It'll, it'll get back out there around. It's like somebody had a senior picture, somebody very notable, high profile of our golfers, like a Kyle Klein type, not mm. that long ago released. And they a had senior, senior picture, picture of Kyle Klein. That's stupid. Cause it's like, just take a picture of him now. Well, I'm just, <laughs> I'm just saying somebody not that long ago and it wasn't Kyle, but it was somebody like Kyle who's a younger superstar had a senior picture and had discs in it. And people were commenting. I'm like, I did that in 1995. Yeah, you did. So just saying nerd. 
Yes. <laughs> very true at the time. 136 people are eligible for our giveaway tonight. Patreon.com slash Smashbox TV. If you want to help support our podcast and the only way we support our podcast is with your wonderful support. And thanks to you, we can continue to do this. Um, without you, this would be a lot less enjoyable patreon.com slash smashbox tv for as little as a dollar a month um, but we prefer if you give us more because we love you the more you yeah give and us. johnny isn't sharing his winnings if, that's if, true uh that's the other reason i'm not going to open the winning ticket live because i would hate for someone to be like well now you guys don't need my patreon support <laughs> so that's why i'm not going to show you my winning 1.55 billion dollar lottery ticket mm. so thank you very Do you know much what the numbers are on your ticket no, I didn't look at them. I bought them and put them in my wallet. Oh. I didn't even look at the numbers. Uh, I'm going to look at what the winning numbers are. All right. So, um, but you know what? We're going to draw a winning number tonight. Yeah, we are. Terry. Let's draw number. Th- no. <laughs> Let's just read ah. these off. Let's draw none of these. Uh, see, I, I feel mm-hmm. better because if I were to pick, just like when I play roulette, I play very specific numbers. If I were to pick numbers. Mm-hmm. I literally, I literally would have picked zero of these numbers. So I'm glad I saved the money by not pick going to the I usually, gas station and picking my own. If tonight. I were to pick numbers, which I, again, I buy a ticket probably once a year, if that even a lottery ticket, I usually, my, the Powerball, I usually go as three or 20 because my birthday is March 20th. Yeah. And I think in the last like year or two, I've looked and the Powerball has been one of those numbers when I happen to catch the winning number only when it's huge because I don't pay attention any other time. Um, like once I was like, Oh, that's, that's the Powerball number. I usually pick. So, anyway. all right. Well, you know what? Hey, August 4th was my birthday and we're just going to keep that. So the fourth number, <laughs> the fourth tonight. number for August 4th, happy, not your 40. Now we're doing, not doing 45. We're just going to do nope. four, which is in 45. So we're going to do four. So the very first number we're drawing is 46. 46. The second number is 17. The third number is 26. And our fourth number be, be a four. I hope be it's 45. Four. I hope it's 45. But our fourth number we draw is 58. Terry's actual age. 58. <laughs> Let me, I, I sorted it by first name because I did, was in a very big hurry because I forgot to do it before. So 58 is uh, James Blanton. James Blanton, congratulations. That sounds like a newer name. Yeah. Uh, he is the, he's at a dollar level. Thank you, James. Much appreciated. Uh, we will reach out to you. I will give your email address to Terry. He'll reach out and get everything, and we can make sure that you get your disc that we get. One of Terry's new black buzzes that he just got. One of the 20-year buzzes, right, Terry? No. Okay. So, no, that is not going to be what you get. You'll get something else that'll be awesome, though. Yes, we will find something uh, to give you. <laughs> Um, I I won't let it get uh, political, but making jokes in the comments. All right, awesome. Oh, oh, oh! Real quick, uh, I just only because I saw him and definitely remembered, and I know I, I shouted out a few of our other smashies. Jeremy Davis, I saw him out at the play with the pros this weekend. Oh, that's he awesome! Said, hey, you just sent me a disc. We did. I know. And he said, "Why didn't you just give it to him?" Because I didn't know. Could have saved I didn't money. Know I was going to see him there. You should just carry I all sent- the discs in case you see people. <laughs> exactly. Uh, I sent uh, him his disc uh, a couple weeks ago, and he said, "Hey, I'm a smashy, and I just sent. Uh, I just received the disc you sent me." And then he played in the. Uh, did he use that disc? In the no. Oh, jerk. 
So, but it was awesome seeing him. <laughs> thank yet you, again. thank you, so. Jeremy. Much appreciated for your Patreon support. I'm glad that we could get you that disc, and I'm glad you got to play with the pros. Yeah, that was a whole other awesome experience as well. So, uh, Tim, yes, I look forward to seeing you this weekend. Uh, Tim, if you're bored and you're thinking, you know, I'd love front row action, I've got a backpack for you. You could put on and you could walk with me and you could wear. It's called walk with the pro (laughs) commentator. Yeah. So the pro commentator, we leave off that last part and you don't usually get to watch a lot of people tap in. You have to walk. Yeah. You get to leave, but you get to leave right away. Yeah. You get to watch them drive and you're tethered to me and uh, I (laughs) literally tethered to Terry. So if that interests Uh, you or if you know somebody else that would like to, uh, I'm financially and morally tethered to Terry. You could be physically tethered to Terry. It doesn't. Mm-hmm. What, what more could you ask for? Spotting on hole 16. That is a lame excuse, and you're not going to have fun doing that. That is a long, hot, wide open hole. You're going to have so much more fun tethered to me. I promise. <laughs> I promise you. Those you words have never day? been. Those words you, have never been said. You'll have you more fun tethered to day? me. Because <laughs> if you're only spotting for part of the day, that means you have the other part of the day to see the other 17 mm. holes. Mm. Huh? Huh? Mm. all right all right doesn't sound like i can convince you uh one more time thank you cole radallin congratulations congratulations of course to missy gannon hats off to the disc golf pro tour and disc golf network for pulling off the feet of being able to broadcast and be part of the northwood black uh and the northwood course and then of course hats off to the ledgestone crew for also making that all possible and everyone all hands on deck everyone out there uh just busting their ass this weekend a four-round elite plus event Plus all the sponsors and the money and the stuff that went along with it. Congrats to everyone that was there. And the other 2,200 other players that were also Ooh. at the Ledgestone event. I didn't forget about you, Schwebby, Brian Schweberger, taking down the MP40 and picking up another win. Win 3,472. For Johnny V, I'm the Disc Golf Guy. That's Smashbox TV's podcast, 466's After Show. We'll see you next week when you step inside the Smashbox. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.